Welcome to Verification Code Required Podcast, aka VCR Podcast. Woo! This is what we provide your yearly gaming service. Yearly? Oh God! <laughs> okay. Really? Uh, We're not no. that far off. We're Twice like a, a year. Week. We're like a week off. No, 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 like three. Yeah, I guess because it was three weeks ago, or four weeks ago. It wasn't so, four weeks ago. It was too. It was beginning of January. So this is going to be a really interesting, uh, <laughs> a really interesting podcast. I'm not going to do much talking um, because uh, Lise here went to PAX South. Yes. And so there's lots of experience in interviews she did. So it's going to be mostly her talking and babbling about all kinds of awesomeness. Oh, now, dude. Babbling. Babbling. The mm. definition, that's not a disrespectful mm. word. Mm. Babble? Mm. Have you heard of a babble fish? Mm, you're full of crap. Put mm. the microphone down. <laughs> All right. Um, I mean, how should we start? It's been so long. Let's see. Last I checked, we uploaded an episode from last year, late last year. <laughs> we didn't get to do our Christmas episode, um, but this is kind of technically our New Year's episode. So, yeah. um I mean, favorite games of 2016. I have no smooth way to get into this. We were just behind, but we're trying to get back. Well, did you want to do news first, news? or are we gonna do? We're just gonna dive in and then save the news for I last like if we don't have time. I this episode because the news you were at event. You were, you were just at an event where like the news was fresh for you. Wow. All right. Okay, I'll start with my news. So, Kingdom Hearts 2.8 came out like two weeks ago. Really? Yes. Two weeks. Okay. So, um, Continue. It's pretty good. I've played every single game on it. It's just like a whole bunch of the games put together oh. um, of the previous ones, remastered for PS4. But then Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out later this year, I think November, I believe, if I was told correctly. Wow. So that's going to be my biggest game of... Well, Zelda's coming out this year, right? Or was that next yeah. year? Oh, so then Zelda it. and Kingdom Hearts 3 are probably what I'm looking Zelda forward to the most this year. That's it. Like That's the only thing I've been uh, focusing on. I listened to our podcast yesterday to get ready for this moment. And so a lot of things I want to acknowledge. One, <clears throat> I want to apologize for whoever, well, for y'all listening to this and whoever believed what I mentioned about Final Fantasy XIII. Because last, I said on the podcast, I asked a coworker. It was, his name was John. Um, and wow. he gave me some story that... 15, you mean, right? Not 13. 15, sorry. 15. Final Fantasy 15. Rewind. Um, and I, I was listening to myself talk. I said, I am so stupid. Like, <laughs> the story that I told y'all that y'all heard on the last podcast was not true. It was something about the father sent the son away on an island <laughs> to, like, prevent him from getting <laughs> married or something like that. Um, but now that I've actually bought and played the game, I realize what it's about. And it's really, really neat. So, yeah, that's just more of an apology. I should have checked my resources. Um, that okay. being said, and what Next. else? Hold on, wait. I listened to the podcast. What else? What else? Ah, I forgot that quick. But, um, oh, Mario Run. Did we mention Super Mario Run? Yeah. It's horrible, guys. Really? It was, I just, it's, it was horrible. You can't control Mario at all. He's automatically running. You have to tap to jump. Oh, and he auto-jumps. Like, he jumps um, by himself. Temple Run? Yeah. Kind of like Temple yeah, Run? Yeah, kind of like Temple Run. And he jumps by himself. So, like, if an enemy comes, he'll just jump without you having to do anything. But you tap to jump, like, to choose your direction and stuff. So it's so stupid. I was disappointed. And then in order to get past a certain level, you have to end up buying these packs. I mm. had heard there's a lot of microtransactions. Blah. Microtransactions pushed mm-hmm. in the game. Just trying to make money. And I think that's an Apple thing. I mean, yeah, Nintendo, obviously, but... Nintendo has never been that selfish for money that much. See, y'all need to just get Stop Kim. Oh, dear. Tell us about that. What is Stop Kim? I actually downloaded the game. and um, My daughter and I played it last night. It was pretty funny. Really? <laughs> um, 
Uh, really? You want me to dive into this now? I mean, is it? I, mean, I was just making a joke. Is it a 2016 game? No. Oh. I, well, I don't know. Maybe it is. I don't know. I didn't look. It's a mobile game, so I have a hard time figuring out that stuff, I Interesting. guess. All right. Well, then let me just go on and ask you, <clears throat> what was your favorite game of 2016? I'm sorry. Wait. Was there any news that you wanted to mention? There is some news. Go on. Uh, number one. They have officially suspended production of the Wii U. <gasps> I saw that. And sad. so, do you think this sad. is the end of the Wii series in general? I don't know, but um, probably. I mean, because the next one's the Switch. Yeah, this is so, not a I Wii mean, system. It's like this is the end of the. Right. There was like, what, three Wiis? There was a Wii, then there was like the Wii U, and then they remade the Wii. It's like the Wii Mini. Really? Yeah, there's like, there's oh, like a Wii. There's like an actual Wii family. I don't like, know. I only have the Wii U and the Wii. I don't know anything about no Mini. Yeah, so I think um, that's it. Bye, we family. You didn't do that good anyway, so bye. Um, I gotta I'll be honest with you. My kids really. My my son got um, Dimensions Lego Dimensions for mm-hmm. Christmas. Um, is older, but I really enjoyed the fact that they tried to make things not just happening on the screen. So you know, with the Lego Dimensions, you build the little. Mm-hmm. Like platform, kind of like the Skylanders thing, but instead you actually built, they had to build that with Legos. And then like the, you'd get the little like figurine that would become a character in the game, but then there would be a second one that you had to build with Legos to go along. So like she had Wonder Woman and mm-hmm. then she had to buy the invisible plane. I mean, she had to build the invisible plane out of Legos and you could have both in the game. I, I, I liked that. Now that you mention it, I guess I did like the Wii U because I got the Mario one, the Mario Wii U. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mario Bros, Super mm-hmm. Mario Bros. And that was kind of fun because, like, another person could help y'all make platforms mm-hmm. on the thing. And mm-hmm. I did like Hyrule Warriors, which was a spinoff Zelda game. Um, not even a Zelda game, but a spinoff version, I guess, of Zelda. So I guess the Wii U was really nice, but it didn't do so good, like, statistically. I imagine not. So. I mean, it was kind of pricey, I think, when it came out. It's a good family console. Like, if you have a family, that's the best way to go. Wii. Nintendo, everything. But yeah. And if you take the Wii pad, mm-hmm. rip it off the Wii, make it a little thinner, switch. Oh, my goodness. There we go. <laughs> so. <laughs> Newsflash, the Nintendo that's Switch. I You're mean, hearing like, it from us first. The Switch is really still the Wii U, I mean, guys. it totally is. You just take that, and then you take this little, like, take the gamepad, and like I said, mm-hmm. you rip it all down and everything. You take the little controllers off the side, mm-hmm. and you make them removable. There we go. And then you make a docking port. You take the back part right here, flip it up on its on its side, and make it thinner, and be able to slide the oh boom switch. Do you think Nintendo's stubborn, and they really want the Wii to succeed, so they remade it? I don't know. And, like, they just switched but, it up. Oh, Nintendo don't. Switch! Oh, I got it. They switched it up. Oh, they thought they slicked. We just solved it right here. <laughs> so there I mean, we go. That is essentially, I got to I got to see it up close. I didn't get to play it because the lines to be able to play it at Pack South were this ridiculous. Some so. people were waiting four hours to play it. So I just kind of like, I just kind of like stalked people like in the waiting stood behind them and watched them play. But I mean, that's, it so looks like a Wii succeeds. U with all the packaging and stuff pulled off of it and you can do whatever with better graphics. It's going to be the biggest thing Nintendo's done. And then, like, in 2022, they're going to be like, listen, guys, y'all fell for it. It is no different from the Wii U. <laughs> I think the graphics are supposed to be better. There's more There's more hardware, like, beefier hardware underneath the hood. But, I mean, it looks like the gamepad if you take off all the bulky crap off of it. You can pick up it. You can use it to play hand games, which you can't on the gamepad for the Wii U, right? Okay. This thing, it's just a big controller, but... Uh, the Switch, you can actually use it as like a game 
boy, mm-hmm. you know, and then also dock it. But it looks just like the Wii U gamepad without all this extra, like, stuff Sorry. around the screen. It's a detachable stuff. Wii U. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Sweet. And other news. Um, oh, no, wait. Well, yeah, this is this year. So we're doing news for 2017, but the topic is 2016. Oh, no, it's right? news. Okay, so Throw news. Throw some out. Um, news. They are showing more progress and more, are giving more information on the remake of Final Fantasy VII. Um, as y'all know, that's probably most people's favorite Final Fantasy due to the oversized swords and hair. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not into okay. that series, so I can't. I love, no, I, we tweeted it on Twitter too. But nice. um, hey, shout out to um, Sanchi, Banshee? Sanchi. Sanchi, Sanchi. I bumped into um, their booth at OhioCon. They were amazing. Were they at PAX? They were at PAX. Oh my goodness. So yeah, I've told some of the ladies and tweeted them that I would mention them in a podcast. Thanks for Elisa's Morden doll. You got it, it there, right? I, I didn't get it that one. Oh, Remember, they sold it. Never mind. I got it at PAX, though. You suck. I got it at Sanchi at PAX. Oh, you got it? So. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Sanchi. Oh, Just kidding. You, you don't suck. About. We love you. See? Yeah. That was why I was saying we love you, because she wanted her um, Morden thing from mm-hmm. Sanchi. Not only that, but they had they invited Mike Laidlaw to come and sign people's See? Bioware stuff. So, so yeah, they had a little yeah, pack south, which was pretty cool. I'll tweet y'all and like mention like the minute we mention y'all's name, and then maybe y'all actually listening to us. <laughs> um, but all right, so I mean that's it for news. There's lots of new games. Oh, the voice actress for you tweeted this one actually. Horizon Zero. Horizon Dawn. Zero Dawn as um Ashley Birch. Ashley Birch, right? Birch. Well, think of um she's the voice of Johnny Cage's daughter in Mortal Kombat X, Cassie Cage. But at least I did some horrible example of another character oh, off of Borderlands. Get out of here. Every, most Tina people know like Tiny that. Tina from Borderlands 2. She's like one of the like favoritedists. Oh, get out of here. Hmm? Oh, sorry. Just, it's wrong. awesome. If Just y'all have like not played Borderlands 2 and have not done uh, made it to Tiny Tina, you are missing out. She is hysterical. So that's it for news. A good 10-minute um, yay-ness. 2016. How was your 2016? Wait, was there another one? I oh, had yeah. something else. Best games of 2016. Yo, listen. So I'm going to just go on and say it. Let's see. Best games of 2016. Best I'm pretty games sure it's going to be 16. the exact same things you're going to say. So I don't know. Really? I got some weirdo ones in when I was polling people at PAX South. All right. So ones that I actually played that came out in 2016 or just like in 2016 in general. Yeah. They would have to come out in 2016, right? Um, Overwatch. I'm just going to say it. I mean, that's most people's. I'm just going to start with Overwatch. They were game of the year. That's it. I'm not going to even go into detail. I had notes, but... I mean, literally, that's for another time. Maybe when they release a new character, I'll make a special episode yeah, about that. But good. Overwatch 1, Game of the Year, congrats. It's a good game. Buy it. Take <laughs> it out. Um, I like it on the PC better, but a lot of my friends have PS4s, and so I play with them the most on there. Um, then I loved Rise of the Tomb Raider. Um, awesome game. Amazing game. I can't believe that actually came I thought for some reason it came out like in 2015 or something, but that was actually... No. It seems like it's been forever. And um, I'm sorry, you go. Tell me yours. Okay. Um, So then there was a Street Fighter that came out. Was that 2015? Uh, Nope, right here. Oh, look at that. Right on the page. So Uh, here's the thing. I hate... Just just so that we're full full disclosure, we were um, reviewing the Game Informer um, 
a, the Game Informer um, magazine when they talked about their top 50 games of 2016, just so we are not plagiarizing. But no, Street Fighter was actually one of my favorite games of 2016, so erase Game Informer's thoughts, and this is mine. I don't like Street Fighter. I'm a what? Their choice for best fighting game. I mean, yeah, but I didn't say it. I said it was my best games no, in I'm general. I'm just saying okay. we are. Okay, I see. They are a reference. Okay. Um, so I was never a fan of Street Fighter. I actually disliked all of them, but this one, my friend, he's obsessed with Street Fighter. And then that one's kind of cool. Like, their animation's kind of weird. Like, it's not like cool, sweet, super 3D. It's almost like water paint looking type of. I don't know. The art's neat, but um, I like games where you can get blisters playing it, and Street Fighter is definitely one of those games. <laughs> um, and then <clears throat> I'm going to make this one my final one. It, even though it was short lived, Destiny Rise of Iron. Though Destiny itself wasn't a 2016 game, the expansion Rise of Iron was kind of sweet. I liked how they... Saladin. 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 He's black, so that was cool. Like, I mean, they made him a brother, as Elise likes to say, for <laughs> black people. Um, and it was fun. It was really short, though, but it was definitely one of my favorites of 2016, um, playing with friends. I'm getting um, the Gallahorn. Legion... I'm still playing. I just that I yeah, haven't but it finished didn't it. Your, didn't make your uh, because I didn't finish it. All these other games are actually okay, finished. Well, finish I mean, Overwatch. You can't finish a game that's all competitive. Um, but yes, um, Legion is on that list. I just can't. I don't want to sound like a hypocrite. I never did all of the quests or finished the story of Legion yet. Um, it's amazing. I like the changes. I like the new class. A coworker of ours um, plays. A friend of ours. A mutual friend of ours plays Legion or World of Warcraft in general. Um, Blizzard's just owning it, I just want to say, in general. So, oh, with Overwatch and... Uh, with Overwatch and Legion. Like Legion. That's, and Diablo, too, actually, because there was an expansion that came out in Diablo. Um, and I heard they did something with StarCraft also. They, it was you that told me, actually. No, you said They've StarCraft. They've been pushing it for people who play Overwatch. So there we go. I've been hearing that they're, uh, they're doing something. Either they're, like, automatically, like, loading it or something. I don't know... It was something like that. That if you play Overwatch, they're trying to get people to play StarCraft. But question, will StarCraft ever die? Because even though StarCraft 2 is a thing, people still actively play 1. I don't play either, so I don't know. It's all right. I like, I, if I played it, I'll keep playing it until like I stop and I won't play it again. But it's a nice strategy game. Um, but I don't like the over-top point of view type mm. of thing. Oh, um, you don't like top-down games? No, like, it's bad enough trying to play Diablo and um, League of Legends and even Blizzard's version of the Moby game. What's it called? Um, Heroes of the Storm. I'm not a fan of top-down. Is that what you call it? Mm-hmm. Top-down games. So old Those are my 2016. RPGs. Yes, old school. My 2016s, yay. They were really good games. Um, they got, I mean, it's probably boring listening to this because there are games that people probably haven't been hearing about all year, but whatever, we're late on this, okay? It's February, and we're doing our 2016 no matter what. <laughs> so, Elise, what are your favorite 2016 games, um, all okay. your weird ones? So, I did, I have some, and then I actually asked people while we were online, and one of them that I was kind of in the dark about that was said multiple times um, by the um, PAX South attendees was Darkest Dungeon. Um, indie game. Um, looks like it was a uh, Vita. Oh, they made it for Vita, PC, and PS4. Okay. Which is kind of cool as a Vita game. Um, and I really don't know much about it, but that was a favorite. What's this game about? Oh, you say you don't know? It is, um, you go through this dungeon, and the longer that you're in the dungeon, it affects your party member. So it must be a party game. 
Oh, that sounds fun. Um, and that they their behavior changes based on how long that you're in this dungeon chasing oh, that after this cool. Is it like multiplayer or no? No, I think it's a party game. So oh, you with like, some um, companions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it would have been cool if it was multiplayer and like your team members or yourself like get affected by mm-hmm. it. You got to wonder, though, how they would actually make that happen. It can but, happen. I'll develop it myself. Okay, you go for that. Woohoo. Mm-hmm. Plants vs. Zombies isn't on your list. Um, it is kind of. I really enjoyed Plants vs. Zombies. I loved the first game, so um, the second one was cool because you got more. Um, you got the Rose, uh, mm. which is like a wizard character, and the uh, Orange mm. was like an, an incredible tank, the Orange. But Listen, back in my days, it was just the sunflowers, <laughs> some beans. I know, right? Um, some, like... <laughs> Peanuts, I think, or something like the little walnut looking. Uh, no, cactus. You got Cac- cactus. Oh, cac- see, now there's strawberries, apparently. Oranges. <laughs> what did she just say? Roses? There's oranges. You get a rose, orange, and corn. Oh, my goodness. The corn guy's got like this Gatlin gun, like shooting corn at people. It's pretty awesome. This is too much. Um, that one was fun. I did like that. I, but the problem is, is that I there were so many good single player games. And then, of course, um, Star Wars The Old Republic released um, Knights of the Fallen Empire. Or, I'm sorry. Knights of the Eternal Throne, um, and that expansion actually was awesome. What was it was it about? very much a Bioware flavored narrative. Um, you are, it's about um, basically trying to finally defeat these two crazy siblings for this empire that basically destroyed the Republic and the Sith empires. Now, you so. told me this, but that whole game was before the Star Wars movies, correct? Mm hmm. That's it's like thousands of years before. Thousands of years. They're trying to make sure there's no conflicts at all. <laughs> That's exactly right. It's based off of Knights of the Fall, or um, Kotet. Okay. Um, God, I'm like having a mind blank of what, um, I'm sorry, not Kotet, KOTOR, which most people have played. It was a game that came out in the early 2000s. It was Bioware, and the, for not conflict with LucasArts, they can't set at the same time. Um, okay, so that was a really good one. I really enjoyed that. That came out in December. Um, I absolutely loved Dishonored 2. That was actually really nice. Um, I mean, it didn't make my list, but it was really fun. I just rushed through it because I was trying to do it for like streaming purposes and get content to talk about. Maybe if I enjoyed it more, I would have liked it. Like, did the side quest and stuff. You're talking I about just, Dishonored or Dishonored 2? Well, Dishonored 1, but I haven't played Dishonored 2 yet. But, you know, just right. maybe 2 is good. I Maybe really, it could have been on my list, but due to my lack of playing. It's all right. It's what you played. <laughs> um, I really did it and seconded you on the Rise of the Tomb Raider. The game is gorgeous. It was a lot of fun. Um, I got to play the DLC later on in the year. Um, I really loved going through Laura's um, mansion, and that one was classic Tomb Raider with puzzles to be able to get into areas mm. and then kind of reading you know, the notes to lead you on to unlock the mystery. It was like classic. Um, Laura, plus you got some background on her family life and, you know, how she came to be, how she came to be doing, it's like a prologue almost to Rise of the Tomb Raider. It's kind of sad because it came out after most people finished the game, but, Mm -hmm. um, really great game. Um, so another one that was mentioned at PAX was Stardew Valley. Mm. I have not played this game yet, but I actually want to. I'm just waiting for it to go on sale. Mm. 
cheap. <laughs> I want to get it for uh, Xbox One so my kids can play it. But it's basically kind of like a farming simulator, but it's got RPG elements because you can go in dungeons and like, so um, it's like fight a... stuff to be able to sell stuff, to be able to buy more seeds and unlock more of your farm. And What's that village game for Nintendo? I don't know. It's a really famous village game. You're talking about, um, what do they call it? Um, something Moon... So, yeah, like Harvest Moon. Yes. One of them. But they it's said it's very, it's it's much like Harvest Moon. Okay. That's what they were that's saying, what, yeah, Stardew Valley. Like. The cool thing about this one is it's made by a one-man indie developer created this game. You see, I want to be like that. I want to just make some game out of boredom or something and just, boom, get rich. Like, that would be so Yeah, fun. I just, I applaud this year. I've played more indie games this year than I have probably in my entire, like, gaming career and this really was the year 2016 was the year of the indie games so, so yeah, yeah I mean, there we go it's official by VCR podcast <laughs> 2016 was game oh wait 2016 was year of the indie yeah another indie game that I really liked that I got to put my hands on was Salt and Sanctuary I don't know if anybody has played this game but it's actually a really pretty game um and it's a 2D side-scrolling, like, Castlevania meets mm. Dark Souls game. And um, I almost threw my controller while I was playing it, Mm-mm. just like Dark Souls. So um, if you like those games, you should give that one a try. It's um, really, it's it's a really pretty game that's, you know, a 2D side-scroller, kind of a retro-ish. I'm looking at the picture, and it reminds me of Limbo. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. So, yes, if you want a visual, there you go. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm sure there's something I'm forgetting. I mean, Doom, I guess, was a good game for 2016. I yeah. guess that'll be an honorable mention, but... I, I didn't mean, actually play it, so I... It was really great it. when it came out, but then it got forgotten, just like that, so... Um, yeah. What were your least favorites, or the ones you think bombed? Bombed as in bad, as in... <laughs> Oh, wow. Wow, you have to think? Yeah. <clears throat> Let me tell you about a game called No Man's Sky. <laughs> <laughs> when I it came out, no, when it was no coming Man's out, Sky, people so. thought it was going to be the game. Oh, my God, you can explore galaxies. It will take 890,000 years to finish this game. Why would you want to play a game like that? <laughs> but it's okay. I, honestly, some people would like to play a game like that. So when it came out, it flopped within the same two weeks. That being said, that's not a negative thing for me to say because I feel like they put so much pressure on these little 17-member development group and expected it to be like the best game ever, um, and it went straight downhill. And then one of my least favorites was actually, even though it was a, a successful game, Battlefield 1. I hate wow. that game with a capital H and T, hate that game because I suck at first-person shooters and the realism of it. It's horrible, and there we go. Um, I have to say I was kind of disappointed with Rise of Iron. I, I guess I have no. to say it. I was a little disappointed with Rise of was Iron. Was it because it was so short? It wasn't just that. It was, I guess I view it as the whole. Um, not just the storyline, but it's the whole thing. I, I really did enjoy the raid. What little we got to play. No, little we got the first boss. Um, but yeah, but at least we could do it. And, um, like I couldn't get past the damn platforming in freaking King's Fall. So um, it felt much more accessible to me. So that made me happy. But honestly, yes, the story was short, which kind of sucked. So then all you have left is running quests over and over and over again and doing PvP. 
if you can't get a raid team together to do the Rise of Iron or the Wrath of the Machine raid. And I'm just kind of irritated with Cruci- the Crucible as a whole, frankly, in my opinion. It's so just, it sounds like she's really just salty because she can never win the Crucible. Or- I don't care about winning the Crucible, but I would at least like to not be, like, crushed repeatedly in the Crucible. And now that they got rid of skill-based matchmaking, that just makes me mad. So I'm kind of like, boo... I can understand your perspective, Ooh, and I guess... on that, but... I'll accept it. There you go. Um, oh, this looks really interesting. Can I just give a shout-out? This is random last minute, but I just want to say Blizzard is number one out of top ten developers um, per Game Informer. Woo! So I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Naughty Dog's number four, which I think they should be two or three, but it's okay, because I ain't never heard of Supercell, whoever they are. Oh, Clash they of Clans. They make Clash of Clans. That's it. Like, anyways. Yeah, but mobile's, like, huge. So. And this is your place, um, Arcane, Arcane Studios. Really that's nice it. guys. And then Square yeah. made it on the list? What? Yep. That's crazy. I would never Final imagine. Fantasy. Are they an actual developer? I thought they were just, like, the overseeing company. Mm. Hmm. Congrats, Square. Uh, oh, so news. Actually, this is really exciting news. Yeah, but look at Concerned Ape. Ape made it to eight, and that is the one-man development company of for Stardew Valley. I want to be on this list. I want to be, like, number eight. Um, but speaking of Square... You know, we didn't talk about, real quick, before you jump on. over, The Witcher. Who? Thank you for listening to this podcast, guys. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> Nobody talked about that, but I mean, I think... Because it really didn't come out in 2016. An expansion came out last year or Blood something Wine like that. came out this last year. Okay, the game know, was whatever. old. And they're but look at they're still number five on the list of top developers. I mean, that's just amazing. I mean, yeah. Me, I've never amazing. played the Witcher game, so maybe I'll have to. Um, but and the people for Limbo made it as well? Oh, no, oh, really? Who made Limbo? I didn't yeah. know who made them. Oh, Play That makes Play them? Dead. <gasps> Congrats, yeah. Play Dead. You're number but seven. The other thing that I really love looking at this list is there's a, like, it's like the UN of um, Indies. countries, oh, countries. De- that have development. I mean, like, there's, it's not just, Actually, you know, yeah, like it's America, not just American um, Japan, companies or even just Japanese European, companies. You've Canadian. got somebody, right. These guys are French, you know, it's Danish, Poland. I mean, it's it's nice. It's it's nice. You, you know? see, the gaming industry is full of real peace. Right. Um, exactly. If gamers were in charge of the world, it would be our place. Okay, go. I mean, that was this hard to talk now. Like, I have to make it sound more exciting because you're like, this is beautiful. It's like peace of the UN. So now I got to try and top it. So <clears throat> let me get my acting skills on. <clears throat> Guys, guess what? So um, Square, you know. No, that's the wrong emotion. <clears throat> oh, my God, guys. So guess what? So Square Enix is actually making their own project of the Avengers. I saw that. I do know that. And um, actually, because. With Marvel. With Marvel, exactly. With, with Marvel. actual Marvel. So I saw that and I was going to scroll past it. Like, that's lame. Out of all these Avenger games, you'd be surprised. There's so many Avengers games. Um, but I thought about what they did with Tomb Raider. I'm trying to think. I put myself in my own shoes. Um, before the first Tomb Raider, 2013 Tomb Raider came out, I was hating on Square so bad. I was like, they can't. Reinvent Laura. What kind of they is that's so lame? How dare they? They don't have the privilege to. But then they did good. Actually, they did great. So I, I'm actually kind of excited to see what they could do with the Avengers. Like it would have to be really amazing. Like imagining a square version of the Avengers. So um, as far as I know, it's just called the Avengers Project, and I haven't seen any kind of what do you call it? I haven't seen any kind of concept art or any kind of 
screenshots or news. It's just one little video of them showing off all the weapons. But I'm really excited to see how that'll turn off. Um, That was it. That should have been a news section. All right, back to you. So from now on, Elise is going to do most of the talking unless I reply. We're at three. Are we going to keep going? I mean, just quickly summarize how your visit at PAX. Um, Actually, I'm going to interview you. So PAX South. Hi, Elise. How are you today? Oh my goodness, thank you for joining the VCR podcast. First of all, um, that's so good to hear. So we will be having an actual guest. I've been talking to some people. One's a friend of mine. Another is another friend of mine. You're talking to some people. So there'll be lots of um, guests coming, but it's great to have you as a guest here. Um, So please tell the listeners, what is PAX? So you went to PAX South, but what is PAX in general? It's called the Penny Penny Arcade Expo is what... P-A-X is short for. I'm confused, but you spell expo with an E. I know, but that's not my call. <laughs> Illiteracy, but it's okay. <laughs> so then, um, if there's PAX North, East, South, and West, what is PAX South or where is PAX South? San Antonio, Texas. Oh my goodness, that's so sweet. <laughs> you um, need to dial down. <laughs> Great. The jazz hands there just uh-huh. to <laughs> So you went to San Antonio, Texas for PAX South. Um, so and it's a gaming convention, correct? Yep. So then what was um the first thing you did when you went there? I ran straight to the Sanchi booth to buy my Mordendal. <laughs> and explain, what is a Mordendal for the listeners out there who don't give a crap about Mass Effect? <laughs> well, if you don't give a crap about Mass Effect, I don't think you care what my Mordendal is. Um, Morden is a, uh, Morden Solis is a character in Mass Effect 2. So they made a plushie of him, and he sings. Oh, my goodness. Yes. What does he sing? Um, a bunch of songs that are like based off of real songs, but are. Should have brought him actually. That would have been I funny know, to like, I play him have. in a mic. I keep remembering because I also have an Elcor doll, which is again a Mass Effect character, and he talks to. That's really cool. So I'll you, bring it on the next one, maybe. That's, yeah, that'd be <clears throat> great. Uh, it could be our intro instead of like a song. Be like, oh, he'll be singing for us. <laughs> <laughs> Copyright. Um, <laughs> right, Mass Effect Bioware or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Copyright. Um, so that's really cool. So you went in and bought, I understand, because sometimes when I go to cons, I go in just to buy something real quick before it sells out. So what kind of people did you meet there? Um, oh, what do you mean? Like gamers? Okay, let's start with first, um, <laughs> did you start making any friendships there? Any attend- attendees? You mean new friends? Yeah. Not really. Oh. I had oh, friends I went that. with, so. Okay, okay um, that's really cool. But I finally got to meet some, uh, guild members oh, of mine. Sweet. That was pretty fun. That was fun. Um, did y'all like, did y'all, when you meet them physically for the first time? Time. Was it like y'all were already friends and just started talking? Yeah, kind of. That's yeah. I mean, when you do, when you game and talk on voice, you recognize people. So, like, when we had our official meetup on Saturday, even if they didn't know me, as soon as I started talking, people went, Oh, you're Elise. Oh, you're Elise. <laughs> so, it's a little bit different than the old days when you did never even get to talk to people. That is true. Um, so, I told you already, I got to see the Switch. That's sweet. Um, that was really sweet. I the thing that okay, so I also went to Pax East in April, mm-hmm. and um, there's the, both both of them are different, really kind of in flavor. Yeah, Pax South is small; it's about half the size of Pax East um, in attendance, and probably in um, the expo floor too. So East um, already happened this year. Well, 2016. oh, that was last year. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, good because I plan on going to East this year, guys. So, um, and to give you another idea, um, at PAX East, Overwatch, it happened in April, and Overwatch released mid-May. So Overwatch had this huge, like, booth um, with big screens that showed the, um, the vignette 
that had um, Widowmaker and Tracer, mm. that one that people have seen, it, they kept sh- replaying that on these huge screens down there. Um, for the longest time, when mm. Overwatch was promoting the character, Tracer was the face of Overwatch, right. and I thought that Tracer was a boy for the <laughs> longest time. Wow. Did you think the same thing? No. Oh. <laughs> so do you think she's a lesbian? Well, I respect she is. the LGBT. She is? Yeah. So you haven't seen the comic book? No. Not a comic. I didn't know she was lesbian. She is. Oh, that's so cute. I've seen like the little shorts and like the short animated films, uh-huh. and I love the fight between her and um, Widowmaker. Mm-hmm. Um, no, well, so is the Vic chick a lesbian too? I would assume because I'm talking know. about May. No, the the tank girl with the laser. I guy. don't know. Hmm. Well, congrats to I Blizzard really being know, all I equal really and stuff. That is so cool. But um, um, so Pax East had a, a booth for uh, Microsoft and PlayStation. There was none of that stuff at South. So mm-hmm. um, this, Nintendo had a booth, and they were pretty much the only, like, hardware, you know, like, major, like, hardware maker. So then what did there. you see being played on the Switch? Um, they were playing the new Zelda game. Woo! Did it look nice, the artwork? Uh, yeah. I love the, um, um, it, the, the graphics were very nice, very cool. Um, they were also playing, it looks like they're making a new Mario Kart. No. Oh, wait. No, yes, that might be great. Oh, my It goodness. was really cool. Um, a lot of friendships are going to end soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not, I, they were playing, oh, Splatoon, they were playing Splatoon. Oh, like a, a remade one for the Switch? I don't know. Okay. Maybe, maybe not. I'm not sure. They all looked really nice. Um, I got to see them, you know, taking the controllers off because, you know, on the Switch, you mm-hmm. can play it with the controllers on, like, the gamepad on the Wii U, or you can take them off and play with it, like, you know, st- stationed or okay. whatever. Um, there was a lot of indie games. Got to see a lot of indie games. I got to play What Remains of Edith Finch. Love that game. Beautiful game. It's a narrative game, kind of like Firewatch. Okay. Um, and uh, I really got to talk to a lot of the developers. The um, Dauntless is a new game coming out. It's a four versus one kind of like boss, like a um, WoW. If you were just to take your boss bot- battles out of like a raid or... Mm-hmm. Do you guys have world bosses? Uh, what just kind of Yeah. They kind of just run around in certain areas and you take groups of people to go fight them. Do you have any Yeah, like the, eventually it'll port you to the raid area. But yeah, you can travel to those areas and they'll be walking around and... Um, there will be those are raid bosses, but then there are like bosses too that you have to go to a location. Right, and just be that's chilling what I mean. Around. Like, okay. be chilling around like that. Yeah, it, Dauntless kind of reminds me of that. Okay. Um, it, like a four-person multiplayer where you're just fighting a boss and you have to learn the mechanics of the boss and blah blah blah. That's Dauntless, and that will be. They said they're just the Pack South was their first con, and that's they're going to be rolling out this year. Okay, so you smoothly mentioned this, but I was going to try and make <clears> it seem like an exciting question, but um. You met developers. Lots. Whoa, lots. Any um, notable, noticeable ones or ones that you people mean famous would, ones? I mean, I didn't want to say that because I love all developers. <laughs> but one <laughs> listeners might notice or some that you can kind of be like this person from this company. Any? <laughs> got to got to have got to have drinks with Mike Laidlaw. That was pretty cool. What Mike Laidlaw? <laughs> okay. Oh my goodness! And jazz, for the people who don't jazz know, hands again, everybody. <laughs> for the people who don't know, what does he um do? He's the creative director of Dragon Age for Whoa. Bioware. That actually is kind of cool. Um, cool. So these jazz, this is legit jazz hands. Wow, that's cool. <laughs> because that Dragon Age is really cool. Even though I've never played the second one or third one, I played the first one. Um, 
and it's really, really awesome. A lot of the developers, though, when you go, if you've never gone to PAX or a video game conference, they're very chill. A lot of times you don't know that the person who you're spying over their shoulder or the game they're playing is actually a developer while they're playing the game with other people, and that happened to me twice. Good shit. Um, so... Um, they just kind of start talking to you. You're talking to them thinking you're talking to another just average Joe, and it's actually one of the developers. So that's just kind of the culture of the thing. Um, Rami from Vlambleer, they're an indie developer, was there. Okay. Um, got to meet some, uh, got to chill and have drinks with some Bioware, Star Wars The Old Republic folks. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, so it was a lot of... Um, Did you and your guild, like, talk to them, him? We had a meetup with another podcast. Okay. Shout out to Bad Feeling Podcast. They hosted one at uh, a bar down there right across the street, and well uh, we had a lot of fun. You see, this makes me really jealous, and um, so my goal is to go to PAX East this year, um, which is at... In Boston. Boston, Massachusetts. Oh, I got to see uh, Angry Joe Show live. Okay. So one thing that you were... Ooh, and I got to see uh, panels. There's panels, y'all, just like any other conference. And um, Mike Newman from uh, who is, what, the creative director of the lead writer, creative director for Gearbox. Okay. um, Was on three panels, plus he Mm -hmm. did his, um, his YouTube show live while he was there. Um, he actually is the voice of Scooter from Borderlands 2, which I had no idea, and he what? accidentally did Scooter's voice for a little bit. <laughs> accidentally. Okay. <laughs> and, um, it's pretty awesome. Sweetness. So voice actors were there, developers were there, and out of this amazing event, besides your Morden doll, what did you take home? What did I take home? Yeah, you souvenirs. I'm pretty sure you have one or um, two. Yeah, I want to... I want to... Uh, I want a... Um, a Republic t-shirt at my meetup, and one of those awesome uh, developers that I was just standing there watching this game is called Earthfall. It's going to be coming out in the next three months um, on PC, and I think they said soon after uh, PS4 and Xbox, they just handed me a t-shirt and was like, wow. here you go, and the, one of the developers sat there and walked me through the game. It was pretty awesome. And she also has a deck of playing cards. Oh, yes, did you get that, that was, from PAX? Mm, yeah, uh, no. I bought those from Sanji. You talking about my Dragon Age ones? No, the little um card game. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Yeah, so whoever, yeah. um, what's the name you of the game? Ca- nope. What's the name of the game? I'm oh the, nope. What's the name of the game? War? Hey, War. Final War. I'm sorry, but it looks like she was uninterested <laughs> in your and <laughs> your game. It, it looked interesting to me, but apparently not her. She couldn't remember she got them. But I respect you, and I'm gonna um, buy some of your cards and go on your awesome website. <laughs> Because it looks like an amazing yeah, actually, game. Those are really nice guys. No, you can't fake it out now. Too late. Get out of here. No, they look those, really cool. Uh, that, that's like calling the Magic the Gathering a deck of cards. Here you go. <laughs> Take this deck of cards and go play by yourself over there. Whoa, no. Okay. Deck of cards means playing cards to me. I guess I'm too old school. All right, we're at 42 minutes. So, we'll so this is going to be like a 30-minute episode. Sweetness. So we're more active on Twitter now, at VCR Podcast. That's all we got. Next we're show? Is going to be games we're looking forward to in 2017, and we will have a guest. Ooh, who will this guest be? His name is JT. JT. He's on two podcasts. Oh, my God. I think I stalk him on Twitter. You should. 
nice guy. He's going to be talking about computer games because that's primarily what he plays. Great. So I'll probably be there on in the back just like, oh, okay, cool, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> sweet. What about the PS4, though? Cool. I'm going to stand back here. You hey, guys keep talking. I think we can, like, uh, we can spread the love. You need to come with your, you need come with your A game with the PS4 games. Mm. That's your job. Okay. No, I got some questions for him. So JT, watch out. JT. Because we're about to put the VCR in the VCR player. I don't know. <laughs> Something okay. cool. I'll come up with the slogan one day. Go ahead. Jazz hands it out. Sweet. Well, you know where we can find us? And our individual accounts, Jericho Betone and A. Brown something. 35. 35. Wow. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for listening and keep playing. Keep playing, y'all. Woo! <laughs>